Welcome to Maybe Don't, a variety show with conversations and comedy, comedy. we hope. We'll see. This week on the show, we talk about Yusong's viewing of cats, my viewing of the last five years, and we bring back Netflix and Chili. Yusong. Kevin. We're back again. We're back. I'm Yusung Liu. And I'm Kevin Bartelt. Um, you might know me from Doughboys. Yep. You might know me from my embarrassing cats photo I have online. Aw. Um, Seventh grade? Uh, ninth grade. Oh, <laughs> as got it. That's yeah. when I should have known better. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll get back to maybe don't. Do you have any other photos? And I'm Kevin. Do you have any other photos? I don't want to say similar to that, but that is a very memorable picture in your life. I think there's one photo. I hope I can find it. It's of me in middle school with like a bowl cut and like oversized clothes because my parents at that point were still like, buy oh. oversized clothes, you'll grow into them. Yeah. Oh boy. Just the most awkward, nerdy, like, you know... Cole's oversized wearing. But I guess I'd rather have clothes that are too big than too small. I suppose, yeah. Just a really nice crop top. Okay, anyway, opening monologue <laughs> Just jokes. Just a gorgeous crop top. <laughs> um, okay, here, Kevin, do you have any opening monologue jokes? I do. Uh-huh. Emphasis on monologue and um, italicized <laughs> in jokes. Okay. Um, hey, people with two different shoe sizes, what happened? Does that ever happen? I think so. I think there are some people that are like, I'm an eight and a half on the left and a nine on the right. Oh, that's very, that's very strange. It must suck. Yeah. Um, an eight and a half on the left. What are you, Bernie Sanders? Okay. Oh my God. Um, we had to. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. I wrote this joke down, but I'm going to try to do it like free balling. Okay. <laughs> You're gross. Okay. Sorry. Um, and put the crop top uh, back on. <laughs> Um, Kevin, what did the horse say to the anthropomorphized version of Saturday, Sunday, and Monday when it was being sad? Um, something about stable. Hey, why the long weekend? Oh, nice. Did you did, um, I feel like you're, you're four weeks in a row with animal monologue jokes. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't, maybe not four, well, but I like them. It's a brand. I, I was the understudy for Robert Downey Jr. in Doolittle, so I ended Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so glad they're making that. So glad. Oh, the fans. It's just a, it's a movie for the fans. And first you know? of all, that man needs work. Yeah. That man needs the money. You I, can tell because he puts so much work into his accent. Yes. You can definitely tell um, where he's from. Dr. Doolittle was the first, Eddie Murphy's Dr. Doolittle, I might add, mm-hmm. um, was the first DVD I ever her owned. Wow. Uh-huh. Hey, maybe the, maybe Dr. Don't Little. Oh. Maybe Don't Little. Uh-huh. That's our version. Yeah. Um, what was the first, do you remember the first DVD you got? Uh, the first DVD I ever got. It was like The Mask or something, or Mystery wow, Men. Wow, Do you know great. that movie? No, but I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> Mystery Men is not like a mainstream movie, nor is it a movie Mystery Men. that has any like... What? It's a photo of you. It's, a, <laughs> it's like a documentary of you as a kid. Oh, this is Mystery Boy. This is like a prequel, I oh, guess. Oh, I see. Because it says Mystery Men is coming out ah. like, next year. Who's in this? What is? Th- I I truly don't remember anything. This looks like a corny Avengers. I know it really is a corny. Captain Avengers. Amazing. Uh huh. That oh come on. <laughs> Wait. 
I really don't remember anything. Champion City already has a superhero, the appropriately appropriately named Captain Amazing. Uh huh. Fuck off. <laughs> Did you like it? I mean, I imagine you did. I think so, but I didn't have taste back then, so it could have sure. been it could have been anything. Now I like good movies, like um, Birdman, and oh, I'm gonna try to pick something that isn't horribly outdated. Midsommar. Oh man, I just saw that for the first time. I'm too scared to watch it. Spooked the hell out of me. Yeah, I just saw that on Halloween mi- four months ago. Um, uh, Midsommar is, sounds like I'm gonna need a break mid movie. <laughs> oh, I'll see you midwinter. Do, when I come back from the bathroom, do, I have stomach should, issues. <laughs> Kevin, should we get you, into the show? Yeah, we should get into the show. Yeah. Before we do, I just want to say that we're this is a maybe don't nights, okay? L- the latest we've ever recorded. The latest we've ever recorded. It's a weekday. It's a Tuesday night at 9, 12 p.m. Was this by choice? No. Absolutely not. No. Okay. But here we are. Here we are. All Rocking right. and rolling. Let's get into our first segment. Welcome to Conversations with Yusung featuring Kevin. Kevin. Hi. I saw the movie Cats. Yes. Meow. What was your review? <laughs> okay. So can I give you a little mise-en-scene? Uh, meows on sun. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I had to. And I know I made a meow joke previously. Uh, did you see it after Good Christian Fun or before? I saw it after we guested on Good Christian Fun. Okay. And let me describe it to you right meow. Really quick. Check out that episode if you haven't listened. Yeah. We had a blast. Wait, Kevin, you scourged by my right meow. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It was perfect. <laughs> had to. So... Hey, maybe late nights are good for us. I'm on one. Wait, Kevin, I we get phone alerts for Anchor, and it just says all of our subscribers are <laughs> depleting. Depleting, yeah, really I quickly. Yeah, that was gonna happen. Um, a coworker invited me to go to a screening of Hell Cats. Hell yeah! And I coworker invite like that. Yeah, and I was so emotional. I was like, thank you. <laughs> like I almost started crying thank because you. because like truly like it really felt like. I am a nerdy ninth grader who just got invited to see cats by a cool 12th grader. Yeah. Um, when in reality, you're a nerdy 24-year-old. <laughs> being invited to a cat. Yeah, by yeah. a cool person. By a cool person. And by a 12th grader. Greta <laughs> 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 Gerwig. No, not Greta. Fuck <laughs> me. I keep getting the two Gretas in pop culture confused. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, hey, shout out to Greta's. How, shout out to Greta's. You're doing Greta's. You're doing Greta. Um, it was the last night that Cats was in theaters. Okay. So, and this is LA, baby. This mm-hmm. is Hollywood. Can I ask a question that will embarrass everyone? It's a sincere question. Sure. This is the first Cats movie, right? So there's a musical, obviously. There's a musical, but there's also like a videoed version of that musical. There's like ah. a movie version, but it's all on one stage. There's oh. no big set pieces or I mean, it, you know. Yeah. Um, have you had you seen that? I had seen that because okay. it was like homework for being in my sure. ninth grade production of Cats. Makes sense. Of which I was a chorus member. Um, it's L.A. It's the industry. We're all smoking our cigars and riding with our tops <laughs> down on our cars. Crop tops on. T- uh, <laughs> Convertible top, tops off. off. And so we were there to hate watch it. Me, this coworker, sure. and a lot of his friends. I had my friends wow, too. Cool. but um, <laughs> They couldn't make it. Yeah, they, they couldn't make it. They go to another school. <laughs> yep. um, 
we were there to hate watch it. Some of the some of the people were there seeing Cats for the second time. Wow! And so I just a, gulped as I was picking up my tickets. Yeah, the people at the kiosk next to me were like, "Wow! Like so many seats are sold. Do you think everyone's here to hate watch it?" And then I turned to them and was like. You guys talking about cats? And they, were like, <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Nice. And so that's- Also, funny as fuck. I, <laughs> that's the atmosphere going in. Yeah. And this this was a like pretty packed theater for the last showing of cats. Wow. In the AMC Burbank. And cool. so immediately as the movie starts- Yeah. There's a cat. There's a cloud shaped like a cat in the opening sequence, and everyone started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "I'm home." (laughs) Like that rules. So throughout the entire movie, people are just truly laughing at all the bonkers decisions. Laughing at it. Laughing at it. And this sounds cruel, right? Yeah. Like, but that's fun. I don't think I've been to a movie where it's like (laughs) people are just laughing at it. Yeah. Sure. Neither had I. And also, like, we're laughing at people who made like millions of dollars. Sure. Yeah. They're not. Uh. They're sleeping fine. Yeah. They're sleeping fine. Jason Derulo might be a little mad that people edited out his bulge or whatever, but he's still sleeping. Oh, and everyone who's looked at photos of me, I did that too. So you see cats. It's a blast. Everyone's a having blast. A, a wonderful time. Um, and it is like, look, I'm not a cat stan, okay? Sure. Um, uh, it's far from perfect, okay? Yep. <laughs> I kind of made a similar joke, but I like that too. And so they didn't need to remake cats. Yes. I am the, the last person to say this, but I'm not a fan of the musical either, mm-hmm. but I can appreciate that the musical has some like bangers, okay? Yeah. Gus the theater cat absolutely slaps in the original. Watching an Ian McKellen play a senile old cat, everyone, every time Ian McKellen was on screen, people laughed. Yeah. It was just like... They're like, I think this cat has 10 lives. Yeah, the, this cat has the most dignity to lose and you have lost it all. And so that's too bad. Yeah. And the song that they wrote and the song that apparently allegedly Taylor Swift wrote with Andrew Lloyd Webber, mm-hmm. super boring. Everything is like, yeah, I believe that the melody's all connected. There's no like interval jumps. It's literally like whole steps and half steps all the way, you know, up wow. and down. It's just like, it's just really boring. Yeah. Um, it, uh, and I don't mean to drop that musical terminology on you. If you're a yeah, little, but sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you got to flex on them, King. Yeah. And <laughs> and um, your your uh, music bulges uh, showing. <laughs> Tuck it in, you son. <laughs> and it was really fun. It was truly like laughing in that sea of strangers mm-hmm. was like the most sense of like community I felt in a very long time. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. The closest experience I've had to that in the Please. theater was seeing It, uh-huh. which came out a few years ago. The clown, the scary yes. clown. Where, and I don't like scary movies, but the like one jump scare got everyone. Yeah. And, and it was a sold out show and every single person screamed and then every single person laughed. laughed? Yeah, yeah. And I was cool. like, I kind of wanted out loud to be like, wow, look at <laughs> We all just laughed. <laughs> Isn't this a hoot? Yeah. <laughs> like, Isn't it funny that we all just did that? Um. So you saw cats with a yeah. bunch of friends. You had a blast. I had a blast. That was, rocks. What a great way to really start the year bonkers. off. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
What's the next movie? I don't know. I don't. I don't think anything could top like that. Sure. But I would like to see a good movie. Yes. And so I. I don't know what's next, but ever since I started this whole like writer's room assistant job. Yeah. I now want to see movies because it's good. all because I need to bond with these people sure. and by these people I mean my coworkers and yeah. that's like that's the only way to do it. Yeah, and it keeps you in the know and the conversation as well. I'm yeah. kind of like and I think we've talked about this like a podcast is like adjacent to that where right. all of the hosts have seen all the movies <laughs> and the producers have seen some of them. Yeah. Um hey man, let's go see a flick. Yeah. Hey man, let's go uh Let's go upgrade a medium drink to a large for 50 cents. I hate okay, myself. Me and, I hate Me like, and you songs, Oscar nom, predictions, go. Okay. Um, Uncut Gems, snubbed. Uncut Gems, snubbed. Um, Little Women, also snubbed. Yes. Uh, these are my serious Oscar opinions. Yes. Um, some bogus Oscar opinions. Okay. Where's that wiener? Where's that Meyer wiener at? Uh, Oscar. Yes. Okay. I took me a second, but that's because it's late. But I like that. When I was in college, <laughs> sorry, I wrote a uh, article on behalf of Jared Leto's red bow tie. Uh, wait, really? Yes. <laughs> um, it was. This is when like they should have printed it and then fired me because I was also an editor. So I was this responsible is the college for, newspaper. Yeah. And I was responsible for other people's articles. <laughs> so in reality, I probably said no to other people's content about the actual entertainment scene that was happening uh-huh. at our college campus. So I could write <laughs> uh, a column from Jared Leto's Red Do you remember like the catchy subtitle or the subheading? Like, uh, Let's see if I can find Jared it. Jared Leto, you should let go of that bull tie. Jared Leto, Red bow Kevin is now searching. I'm, no, I'm, I'm closing my eyes and just uh, <laughs> reciting it. I, All see, right, here we go. All right. I'm reading this for the first time in six years. I, I'm so fucking excited. Under the collar... Cross through the loop. Oh, hello there. I was just explaining to my good friend, Mr. Gerileto, how to tie, well, me, a red bow tie. You know what? That's probably the peak. Let's stop right there. (laughs) Record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got to this position. (laughs) Me too. Um, Kevin, can I I reveal something else? Mm -hmm. This has nothing to do with cats. Great. Or maybe it has everything to do with cats. (laughs) I'm single. Yes, you are. I'm revealing this for the first time. Yes, you are. This is my Brangelina moment. Okay. I assume. Yeah. Does Brangelina have a moment like this? Um, probably. They, you know, I was just thinking about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like, how yeah. cool is that they got to, like, do a fun action comedy movie together? Right. Um, Those are my comments. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, much like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. Well, unlike them, because they're together. Yes. I, I I have no Mrs. Smith to my Mr. Smith. Yeah. Um, and before you blow up my DMs, okay? Mm-hmm. Remember, listeners, it's a no-slide zone. It's a no-slide zone. So don't even think about it, okay? Yes, please don't even try. Yeah, because I don't know if you know this, but friggin' Jack from Twitter had to, like, we had to sit down and he was like, the amount of DMs you're receiving, you sung, yeah. are too many. Mm-hmm. Like, it's blowing up our servers, Twitter can't handle this. Yeah. Like, you got to keep your shirt on, pal. And I was like, my shirt's on. Yeah. You know what? What are you talking about? And you know what? 
um, Jack from the movie Jack Frost told me uh-huh. with Michael Keaton, right. bringing it back to Birdman. Right. He actually melted, so we didn't get to... I actually am upset that I brought it up. Well, do you know what Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas told me? What's that? This is Halloween. This. Wait! Mashup of the year! Jack Skellington, Jack Frost. And they do a Thanksgiving movie called Meeting in the Middle. Not meeting in the middle. It has to be punnier than that. Um, jacking off yes. together. <laughs> in theaters next year. Oh, Kevin, my parents sorry, don't I'm listen sorry. to this show. You're right. And mine. <laughs> yeah, that's which you're is right, why I right, feel right, terrible. Right, okay. But anyway, I just wanted to say that. I'm, yeah, I'm, starting so I'm sorry I, uh, I stiff-armed it no, with it's my okay. brilliant movie pitch. And I just want to say some facts about me that I wholeheartedly acknowledge right now. One, emotionally unavailable. Yeah. I'm much like the movie. Don't say Jack Frost. Oh, here, here's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm much like the movie, or I'm much like the TV show Transparent. Oh no, that's that's. <laughs> oh no, wait, hang on, hang on. I'm much like the Amazon original movie Jack Ryan. Be- oh, if you were to search for it on Netflix, because I'm friggin' emotionally unavailable. Hell yeah! <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. I'm emotionally unavailable. I have nothing to give. Yeah, um, and I'm very sad. However. The thing that I would like, and I'm not soliciting this, mm-hmm. um, but just like you know, if you happen to accidentally drop some validation, here's me, here's me looking at the scraps. I'm nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Give me that validation. I'm that's all I want right now. Just some yeah. good, just some like hits of that dopamine, brah. Yeah, give my main man here a, a thumbs up in the heart zone. Yeah. Um, um, so how much of this do we want to discuss? Probably very little. Yeah, probably very little. I think it's probably unfair if I, you know. Yes, I agree. Yeah. That's not what I meant. I oh. think I mean more on the, the, uh, post breakup side. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I think like, I just don't have the time. Absolutely. Nor the energy mm-hmm. to give to a bay. You need, uh, to love thy bay self before you love... <laughs> No, you need to love yourself before you love thy bay self. Right. <laughs> Roses are red. Yes. Violets are blue. You make my day. Bays have to poo. PSA about fiber pills. Oh, fuck. I forgot that it's like an A, B, C, B rhyme scheme. Oh, it's B, C? Is it? Roses are red. Violets are blue. Da, 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 do. Yeah. A, B, C, B. Oh. All right, let me try again. Roses are red, violets are bay. Yeah. A d- apple a day keeps the doctor away. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so now that we've solved that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Kevin, you're in a, a successful relationship. If you had some advice for me, what would it be? Enjoy it. Um, <laughs> That's the tagline for jacking off in the middle. <laughs> jacking off in the middle. Enjoy it. I'm so sorry to any parents who are listening. I'm so sorry. I'm deeply apologetic. I'm not. This is how kids talk. Get used to it. Kids talk about J and O all the time. Oh my God. Every day before I wake up, I'm getting tweets about it. Oh no. <laughs> not to me. Right. To Jack. Just my mentions. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, yeah. My advice to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a funny thing. You're asking for advice. Yeah. My from breakup someone is who's really funny. No, it's funny that I'm you. Sorry. <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> that you're asking f- for advice. For someone who's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But as someone who's been dumped and dumped, I would say embrace this 
time mm-hmm. and squeeze all, uh, your lime. lime and know that for the listener that sounded like it was a reference to something it's not it's not it's, not. Um, it's just two words that rhymed but yes I agree squeeze your lime um, <laughs> and it's okay to be sad I think like mm. when I was your age I went through a breakup that and I'm so much older you're so much older um, and I think the thing that was helpful hmm. was realizing like, yes, it's okay to be incredibly upset right now. Mm-hmm. Because I think I was like, to me, the sadness at first meant like regret. Yeah. And then being like, wait a second, maybe we can make this work. And then I was like, no, no, no. What are you doing? Like right. this breakup was meant to be broken up. Right. So or this relationship was meant to be broken up. So, I don't think you, I don't know. I was going to say, I don't think you have regrets. But if mm. if you're upset and feeling sad about it or lonely, that's okay. I wish our society accepted lonely, loneliness. It didn't perceive loneliness as this like failure thing. Yeah. Did I just post a photo of Arnold Schwarzenegger with his three weird animals pets saying, <laughs> never eat alone? Yes. So my hip, uh, my... Contradict myself? Yes. But those are animals. It's actually a really funny joke. Give the man some credit. I will say, yeah. like, I am not very emotionally intelligent. I disagree. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not very, like, I have a hard time processing things when it's, <laughs> when it's myself. Sure. <laughs> and so, like... It's been a while since the breakup, and even Not now, it's, it hasn't been super long, but even now, it's like old news to me, and I'm still, like, little by little, yeah. it just happens to, like, the dam slowly starts to burst, and I don't know why, and I don't know when, the... When you say that, do you mean, like, it's getting I better? I sad. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the, I think um, a responsible person would sit down and try to, like okay, what lessons did we learn? And I'm probably going to do that. So in conclusion. Oh, you don't want to do that now? (laughs) Oh, That sounded like a great setup. (laughs) And that's something I should do. Um, We're going to take a break. (laughs) Yeah. So in conclusion, enjoy this time and squeeze your Your lime. lime. Welcome to Lower KC Comedy Theater. So it's my first time being on Blinded by the Flight. And so I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Um, because I do like want to find love. And I've never done this type of thing where I can't see the person that I'm asking these questions to. But I really hope I win and that we can go on our date and our flight. Can I can I make a request actually? Uh uh, I know you're in the cockpit saying this over the intercom, but is there a co-pilot? Cause it just feels weird that I I I understand that this is like a blind date, but do you understand? Like, it's just I, weird that I can't, you're in another part yeah, of the plane. I understand. And I like your voice. Um, and I will say. I think it's the echo from the bathroom, which I also don't understand why I had to be in the bathroom and you're in the cockpit. Well, it, I will say. Yeah. I do know how to pilot this plane because the producers of the show, and maybe this will get edited out, but they had us all do Microsoft Flight Simulator before we got started. Wait a second. Is there a co-pilot? Please tell me there is. Um, 
Bachelor number. Holy shit. It's just you. Here's my first oh question. Oh my God. You've never flown a plane. Here's my first question. I like romantic dates. Where would you take me on our first date? This uh, one doesn't count. I would say anywhere on land. I'm very, I'm actually kind of afraid of flying, but I desperately want to meet someone. So I was taking a chance. I just assumed that the person would know how to, oh my God. I'm shaking. Bachelor number one, it seems like you're not that confident in my abilities. And that's not, that's not like I'm looking for someone who's supportive. Like, um, bachelor number two. Hey. Uh, looks, Whoa, you sound cute. Thank you. Uh, it sounds like bachelor number one is not down a clown, so to speak. Whoa. Yeah. And so. What a loser. Yeah. I was in the circus. <laughs> okay. Well, that's very I am very flexible. Uh, um, I like to be flexible too, but not in the way you think. If we had How to- so, honey? <laughs> Bachelor number two, you sound like you're a little bit of a handful. Bachelor number one. I am. <laughs> Bachelor hi, number one. Hi, hi. Yes, are, are we closer to landing? Um, it actually, just feels like we're hitting a lot of turbulence. Increasing our velocity. Oh my God. Um, but if the air masks have fallen down, make sure to apply your own I'm it locked in the bathroom. I don't think there's an air mask in here. Um, bachelor number three from Australia. Good eye. <laughs> I like the sound of your voice. Listen, I love the idea of traveling. If we were traveling together, where would you take me? Keep in mind, you're from Australia. The land down under. Oh, so romantic. Okay, before we get into our flight of spiraling questions. Okay, I just, where it's, the plane it's, it's will contestant spiral. One. I don't like this as all. we quick fire through our oh questions. Quick fire. I just want to say that thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And no matter who, I <gasps> sounds like someone. Does anyone have a? I, I guess I'm in the back. Damn it! There's a toilet. Um, okay, I need him. I need like a mop. Or bachelor something. number three. What do you think of bachelor number one's pathetic puking? Sounds like me, little koala mate. <laughs> Six months old, isn't it? Oh wait, that's my my me brother's British, so I kind of mix them up. <laughs> People find this offensive. <laughs> bachelor number three. You sound like kind of a mess. Okay, here's the flights. Uh, the spiraling questions. Um, bachelor number one, we're spinning around. Bachelor number one, you sound like you don't like me at all, or then you don't trust me. Do you even want to go out together? Possibly. I just, I honestly want to have this conversation once we are on the ground. Okay, bachelor number two, you were in the circus. Do you think you're a funny person? Uh, I took an improv class. Okay, that's a red flag. <laughs> bachelor number three. Um, yes, and here's my blue flag. <laughs> you're a grand old flag. Get it? <laughs> That's called like hotspot or something. Well, as an improper humans fan, I do appreciate that. <laughs> Bachelor number three, um, what are your thoughts? And I know that you have a really like long thought out heartfelt response to this because you are a psychologist and you are a published author. So if you had to explain the concept of true love to me, how would you explain it? Take all the time you need. I think contestant three passed out. 
<laughs> Fuck. Well, I was hoping to hear something about koalas. You're just you're just baby. dropping in altitude so fast. Well, it sounds like contestant number three didn't take an improv class. All right, everyone. That's it for this week's Blinded by the Flight. I don't know who I'm going to date, but whoever it is, they're going to regret it. All right, see ya. There's only one parachute. Bye. (laughs) Welcome to Conversations with Kevin featuring... You sung. Sometimes when you play that, I feel like I just got out of the bath. In like a good way? Oh, I guess. It feels like I just got in the bath. Oh. No better feeling than getting in the bath. No worse feeling than getting out of the bath. This yeah. feels like my poetry slam. Um, uh, you know what I, uh, fuck. Have you ever been to a poetry slam? You ever slammed the poets? No, but like my brain like was operating on full blast right then. And sure. I couldn't think of a single funny thing to say in the last like 45 Buddy, seconds. Welcome to the show. <laughs> you saw <laughs> next Kevin. week marks my fifth anniversary in Holy La La shit. Uh, Kevin, are you the face of jazz? What's happening? Because because how Ryan Gosling was the face of jazz. That's right. I said La La Land. Um, so I wanted to talk about um, you know that segment called Lessons Learned. Yeah, it's not right now. It'll be later. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about lessons that I learned each year. Okay, I was doing kind of a little retrospective. Yeah, um, thinking about that time when I moved out here. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um. I, so I wrote down some things that you know the drill. Yeah. Wait, no, I don't. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, basically, I wrote down one one thing I learned each year. Wow. In LA. Okay. Can you take us through your years before you say what you learned? Yes. Just briefly. Yes. Okay. I land. <laughs> um, oh, and for the listener who thinks this is going to get too LA specific. These lessons learned are more generic in a way that, hey, if you're not in California, you'll enjoy it too. Okay. Yeah. And before you start clickety clacking on your horse, horse, mm-hmm. getting ready to mail us a letter about how these are too LA specific, just remember riding horses is, in my opinion, animal cruelty. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. The first lesson I learned. Yeah. And I learned this like week two. Mm hmm. Adults are just older children. Yeah. I had quickly learned through an internship, not here, Mm -hmm. um, and my first job that there are (laughs) shitty people who are not just from ages zero to 22. Right. How how do I want to word this? I guess this is just kind of like right now, this is kind of a college specific thing. Like, or if you are moving at any time in your life Mm -hmm. and you aren't, you know, if you're making a big change, kind of remember that everyone is still figuring it out. Mm. Cause I was so, I don't know if you had any experiences like this. I was just so shocked at like getting yelled at by like a 45 year old man for something that had, Nothing to do with me. Yeah. And yeah, wanting yeah. to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Of um, course I had that experience too. 
So do you think that that's more commonplace in the entertainment industry or it's commonplace everywhere? I feel like it happens a lot in the entertainment industry, but I definitely think it happens everywhere. Me too. So yeah, I just was, that was definitely kind of shocking to me was uh, people are shitty at all ages. Yeah. Did that make you like, it sounds obvious, but did that make you lose hope? <laughs> did that make you like? Kind of. I It definitely was alarming and scary mm. to me, but I tried to keep this mentality of like, cause I had a really bad first two weeks in LA and I just tried to keep this mentality of like, man, the story this will be mm-hmm. basically, and not as condescending, just like, um, it will only get better. Cause it like my car died that I just bought and it rained and I had bed bugs, like all this wild mm. shit that, it felt like a joke, but right. in a way that a masochist like us would be like, man, of course this is going to happen like right when I move here. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and like a lot of that was like people who I assumed because they were older than me were only going to be nice and selfless Yeah, were assholes. Do you, as you've gotten older, find that you have less patience and kindness to give? Um, I'll answer that. A little later in this list. Hell yeah. Number two. Mm-hmm. The se- so number two is like my second year. Mm-hmm. Ask everyone you know for help. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cole. Number three. It's okay to cry <laughs> while driving. <laughs> um, slash, which I think is very important. Pay it back or forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like my second year... Uh, toward the end of my first year and my second year is kind of when I was just like constantly asking people to like help me get a job or read this thing or can I be in this thing? Yeah. Can I write this for you? Can I play this song for you? Because you can't assume in life that people will just find you. For sure. And I think social media makes it way harder now because you're just like, oh, I'll post this thing that <laughs> – billions of people have right um which makes it very difficult Mm -hmm. um so yeah year two for me was like um just constantly asking people for help and it eventually started to pay off like after pestering um the improv for humans intern he helped me get an internship after pestering july he helped me become a publisher here Mm -hmm. after pestering dana she helped me get like, uh, or like July and Dana and those people like helped me get a full time, you know, like yeah. my second week in LA, I, uh, was tasked with, um, your second week in LA in or? Los Angeles. Uh-huh. I have this unpaid internship mm. and I was tasked with like sorting someone's emails, basically mm-hmm. like someone else's emails, which was kind of weird. Um, basically like they needed to create an Hillary app. Clinton. Yes. Her emails. Uh, it was me. Um, I needed to like create an address book for mm-hmm. this person, for the company. I had, a cu- I had to type in every single person's name who worked there to like find their information. Yeah. Which then like all their emails would pop up, uh, including the CEO. Uh-huh. And when I typed in the CE- CEO's name, the first two things that came up were him emailing the whole company, insulting me. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, And this was like day eight 
Jeez. Yeah. Was he insulting? Day eight like, in LA and like day two at the internship. Oh my God. Was he insulting like this kid doesn't know how to do anything? Blah, blah, yeah, blah, it blah, blah, was. Blah. Um, so <laughs> I'm really, I don't know if I should, how much of be saying. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying where this was. Yeah. But um, at the end of college was offered an unpaid internship in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I emailed the person when I graduated saying like, I'm moving to LA in a month. Like, let's, when can I start? No response. Mm -hmm. A week before I moved to LA, I said, Hey, I'm just following up. I'm leaving in a week. (laughs) Yeah. And I have no, all I have is money saved up, but I don't have a job. Right. Uh, no response. Like day five in LA, I was like, Hey, is this happening? Like, Uh This was kind of a comfort for me. Right. I didn't say this part, but it was just like, this is kind of a huge deal. Right. And then he says like, hey, sorry for the delay, whatever. Then I, when I typed in his name, my second email was forwarded to the company. Jesus Saying like, um, can someone respond to this guy? Don't like how much he's emailing me. Uh, is getting kind of annoying. And then the third email was like, can someone fucking answer this guy? Uh, he seems very needy, keeps emailing me. Someone figure this out. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I mean, it could have been worse, but it that both emails were like to 40 people mm. about like how annoying it was that I kept following up about the unpaid internship that I was told I would have. Yeah. I, if I was you in that position and I like, and I had no risk of being caught, I would have printed those two emails out and then like saved them for later. I wanted to. So, and this is what was like difficult. I was too scared to do anything. Right. And I stayed there for like a few more weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then quit. And I got a different gig that actually paid. And I said, Oh, I, I got something else. I really, I mean, it's hindsight and right. just like scared. Yeah. Like I didn't know anyone. Oh, for sure. And but it's I like, just like, I just wanted to be like, oh, just so you know. Yeah. I saw both of these things. Or just like, sorry for emailing you so much. Hopefully you didn't tell everyone about it. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that sucks shit. Yeah. So that's really what is the story behind adults are just older children. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, asking people for help because like. Dude, that person's a monster. Yes. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Here's number three. This is what I learned my third year. Be nice and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I feel like I don't need to go into detail, but you're taking your own advice. Yes. It is this is not just LA. This is truly any country in the world, anywhere you are, at any age. You don't have to shut the fuck up. <laughs> But just be nice. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up as I put in parentheses, pick your battles. Right. Uh, because kind of going back to like number one, there's just so many shitty people in the world. Like to me, that I guess was picking a battle. That was like, yeah. oh, if I quit this <laughs> on day 10 of being in LA, I have nothing. Yeah. I, I have nothing lined up. And so like that was like picking a battle. And there's other times, like I think year three was when I was like, Okay, now this thing I will, I don't want to say fight, but just like I have to stick up for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was, so I had a job at um, an assisted living home and uh, my uh, boss who like kind of quit shortly after just told me like, 
who was like my age too, was like a really nice right. person, said like, you are the most important person in your life. Mm-hmm. And like, you should always, you know, unless like you're married or like you are, you have kids or something like the number one person is you. Mm. So like if people here And the number two person is your podcast co-host. Of course. <laughs> it was weird that he said that. I was very confused. And he said, you'll see. Yeah. Uh, his <clears throat> implication was just like, or w- what he was talking about was like, hey, uh, there's some kind of shitty people who work here. And there's some shitty people that work everywhere. Mm. So I know I'm leaving basically right when you started. But if people treat you poorly, know that that's bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like quit anytime someone treats you poorly. Right. Like uh, a lot of these situations, yeah, I, that's I, just, I couldn't. Yeah, you know? exactly. You don't have I didn't any have other a, option. other job or anything. Right. Um, okay. So the, yeah, that is three. I'm sorry that to the listener that this isn't funny. No, this is also slightly thera- more therapeutic to me than I thought it was going to be. One, I'm loving this. Two, it's really funny that you say like. Uh, be kind and shut the fuck up because like I agree with you like being kind I think is the right side of history but like nothing's perfect like being kind leads yeah. to like yourself like you know maybe like doing too much masochistic stuff or being walked yeah over but like being too confident can also make you like reckless and prideful like yeah so n- there's no perfect way to do it but I do think that being nice is like good yeah <laughs> this is a very basic thing you song and I both agree that being nice is good yeah I don't think you're going to hear this. T- hey, you think cereal's going to tell you to be nice? No. No? Number four. Year four. Mm-hmm. Get toxic people out of your life. Oh, yeah. Dash. Eat more vegetables. <laughs> even if they're close to you. Okay. Uh, and this is the year that you didn't talk to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which was awkward. And I right. guess that I'm bringing it up now. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're back, and that's good. Mm-hmm. No, I had. I changed. One of us had to, and we both agreed it wouldn't be me. Uh, no, I had a friend that I found things out about mm-hmm. and said, "I never want to talk to you again." Uh. And. That was very difficult, but it was the right decision. Yeah. And then I found out uh, they spread a bunch of lies about me. That sucks. And then I confronted the person, uh, the people who he told he told me that he's like, I told this person that and this person that. And then I confronted those people, and then they said, Yeah, that person never said that, and we would never think that either. That's ridiculous. Mm. Um, and that was really hard because that was a because you had to be like, I don't shart three times a day. Yeah, I'm yeah. not that stinky. Yeah. But that was really, I mean, it's, it's. I don't want to say it's easy to cut toxic people out ever, but when it's someone you're not close to, it is kind of easy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I just, you know, person who I don't see that often, I just won't see you more. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, right, right. I, I don't know. Um, it's It's hard when it's, Friends, relationships, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, year four was like having to have a very difficult conversation mm-hmm. with someone, um, but I don't regret it. Uh, number five, the last thing mm-hmm. uh, this year, talk to people. Mm. Um, don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> shit, I have to cross out number three. <laughs> have people in your life that you can open up to, mm. even if you're paying them. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, therapy was a life changer for me. Oh, also, Kevin, your payment for me is late this week. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my fault. I think it was a Venmo thing. Oh, maybe it was I a think Venmo it was like thing. my Wi-Fi was off, uh-huh. and then the Venmo got fucked up. Right. Uh, but here's the $30,000. I don't, I don't, it seems too much. Thank you. You're welcome. And yeah, that's it. It's welcome to Netflix and Chili. We're back. We're back, baby. It's going to be a little different this time. Look, a lot of pop culture this episode. You might, you, oh, hey, this isn't, uh, you thought you were listening to Who Charted? Uh-uh. It's just, you thought you were listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour? Hey, you thought you were listening to um, just you, like a transcript, like an audio, like playing out loud if you Googled pop culture? You could be. You, you could be. They could have like just made this what plays. Yeah. Let us know if that happens. Uh-huh. Leave a review that's like beep, boop. I am a Google bot. Delete this, please. Apple daddy. <laughs> okay. Apple daddy. Thank you. Okay. Um, so for those of you who haven't heard, I had a short lived podcast four years ago called mm-hmm. Netflix and Chili. Yeah. Um, where I would read poorly written Netflix movie descriptions uh, and eat a bowl of chili. Let's go. Instead of eating a bowl of chili, I found someone. I don't know if I should say their name. Well, it's a username. Uh-huh. Their username is Kelbell, uh-huh. and uh, she posted on Food.com her award-winning chili recipe, and there are 500 reviews. Before we start, yes, there is this meme going around. Great. And this isn't PewDiePie's meme review, okay? Uh-oh. I'm hip with it. Um, <laughs> uh, but the, the recipe was for brownies and the first line of it was in the aftermath of line 11. And then that's where what? the image cuts off. Like, you know, sometimes recipes have that long preamble of like yes. a personal story that that's leads great. into it. It was, they invoked nine 11 in the first few words <laughs> to make brownies. Anyway. I love that. Mm-hmm. Leah gets really frustrated. I don't know, everyone does, but we'll be looking at a recipe and it'll be five paragraphs yeah. of like what the kids are up to. On a brisk autumn day, I uh-huh. discovered that I was a real- Getting a divorce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this first movie. Uh-huh. Or this first review of this chili. Yes. We're going to start with the movie. Oh, okay. It's called Manhattan Romance. Oh my God. A documentarian becomes so wrapped up in other people's relationships that he's confounded by his own heart. I just want to say, yeah. stick to your fucking job, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, who do you think you are, Werner Herzog? You're not going to listen to a tape of two people in love and being like, we cannot listen to it. Oh, I don't do a good Werner Herzog, but you know what I mean? Sure. Like, we can never share this with yeah. humanity. I don't do a good Werner Herzog. Wait, what does Werner Herzog sound like? Doesn't he sound like Oh, he does sound Doesn't like he that. Sound like this. Like an old vampire. Is that ra- racist? Going to eat your blood. <laughs> oh, no. Racist against vampires. I guess so. Holy shit, we're on your racist racist this oh, week. Talking about vampires. God. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Tawny. Hey. It was you song that said it. <laughs> um, as a former journalist. Yeah, hit him with it. I get, um, I'm always shocked by tell him King the movies and and does it happen in real life? Sure, roast their ass. Don't fall in love with your sources. Yeah, hey, um, I've watched friggin' House of Cards. Yeah, yeah, I've seen what happens when you fall in love with your sources. You become Kevin Spacey. You become Kevin Spacey. The first review uh-huh. of, of the, the chili. chili. I can tell you're not from Texas. <laughs> 
green pepper, tomato sauce, smoked paprika, two cans of beans. Way too many ingredients. I can tell you're one of those liberal <laughs> folks, aren't you? Way too many ingredients for one pound of meat. Uh-huh. Bean stew? Maybe. The second movie. Wait, was that a good review or a bad review? I think it's a bad review. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell. Oh, my God. It's called People You May Know. Mm -hmm. An introvert, I'm interested. Me too. Learns that his lonely life can be turned around with a dose of Instagram followers and a dash of Usher. This is, oh, wait, what? Yes. Usher? Like Usher Usher? I know we're two people to not be giving Usher career advice. Right. Buddy. Hey, Usher, I know your whole song was called Yeah, but you yeah. could have said no to this movie. That was pretty good. Let me usher you right out of this movie Okay, that was and say really do good. anything else with your career. Kevin, when you overshadow my joke with a joke that is clearly better, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel like I failed in life, and it makes me feel like I'm going to go home and feel really empty when I look at the stars tonight. That's the second review... <laughs> How can I email this recipe so I can print it? <laughs> I like that review a lot. Me too. The third movie uh-huh. is called SPF 18. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> a summer house-sitting opportunity at a celebrity swanky Malibu beach house okay. marks a turning point in the lives of four artistically-minded teenagers. Sure. That part, who cares? Yeah. What I like was afterward... Molly Ringwall and Rosanna Arquette co-star. Uh-huh. Next line. Goldie Hawn lends her voice and Keanu Reeves and Pamela Anderson cameo. Oh, my God. They're spoiling cameos in movies now. Yeah. Cami, no. Fuck me. The show that's is good. Terrible. No, that's no, good. Kevin. Yes. I'm going to look at the stars and feel empty tonight. That's how good your Usher joke was. <laughs> Would you wear SPF 18? Um, what, what's your SPF number? SPF 18 makes it sound like weirdly like, you know, it's like they're 18 years old. Is I think that the that's joke? the, yes. Or is that like the, ew, mm-hmm. ew. I have SPF war stories. Yeah. I was an oily boy. Just lathered up in like the uh, five through 10, not age, number, SPF number. Wait, Kevin, can I ask you something? Sure. What was the podcast fan's favorite brand of sunblock? Uh, banana boat. SPF Tompkins. Okay. Okay. We're getting there. We're dancing. The next uh, food review. Yeah. Let's go. I just want to preface this, and I and I don't want to be. Uh, you want to setting be like- the standards too high. Okay. This is the best thing I've ever read in my entire <laughs> life. It's a simple question. Uh huh. Just curious, which awards this recipe has won? Mm. Valid question. Valid question. The author responds, well, in my introduction, I stated that my husband won a chili cook-off competition at work. Do you think it was written in that tone? Yes. Because of the well, comma? This award-winning chili is from her husband's work. Yeah, that doesn't count. No. Yeah. And there's 500 reviews of the chili. Right. Let's continue. Uh Uh-huh. And if you read the reviews, many other people have won cook-off competitions as well. Maybe there hasn't been a national awards won, but many people have won local and personal awards. Who is cooking? So we just give a blue ribbon to everyone these days. (laughs) These snowflakes. Kevin, do you think that 
that person who asked, just curious, what awards has this chili won? Do you think they were saying it as like, this is so good, I'm going to give you a compliment? No. So they were legitimately being like, how can I trust this chili recipe if it hasn't won any awards? I think it's two things. Uh-huh. It's a sincere question. Oh, I'm just curious. Yeah. Or they're being a dick. Or they're being a dick, right? Just curious. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, it's like if someone came up to us being like, just curious, what awards has your podcast won? IndieWire. Well, people at work think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. My husband's work enjoys it. Yeah. Now, this leads to two more reviews that I really enjoy, uh-huh. but we have one more movie. Hell yeah. Holly Star. Home for the holidays, a broke puppeteer knows there's treasure buried somewhere under her town. To find it... Too many. Sensory overload. To find it, all she has to do is die. Almost. I will say, Yusong. Yeah. I kind of want to watch this. Yes. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But just curious, has this movie won any awards? Let's find out. (laughs) But but first, just curious, (laughs) one my company's... Chili cook-off with this recipe. I toasted the spices and finished off. Who cares? Huge success. Uh-huh. So this person leaving so now, a review won an award. At their work. Right. I'm seeing a trend. Yeah. One more. Uh-huh. I made the award-winning chili for a chili cook-off at church. Okay. Not work. There's more. I didn't win. This is a devastating blow. Here's the twist of the knife. Uh-huh. I thought this was supposed to be an award-winning chili. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Just kidding. We can never do this show again. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Um, Welcome to Lessons Learned. The segment of the show where we tell you about the lessons that we've learned this week or just simply by talking... And you're saying, Kevin, you told all these dang life stories. We don't want any more lessons learned. Everyone, I'll keep them simple this time. Yeah. I got this water bottle um, where it's marked by like time of day. 8 p.m. You should, or 8 a.m. You should have this much water. 9 a.m. You should have had this much water uh-huh. every hour of the day. You saw, Wait, I, is it electronic? No, it's just a water bottle that instead of saying like, here's... 20 liters, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is how many milliliters, whatever. Um, Instead of measuring it by the amount of water, it's by, like, time of day. So it's, like, basically you should have eight ounces every hour. Mm -hmm. But they measure it like, hey, uh, like, I look at my watch. It says, like, 3 o'clock. And I'm like, shit, have I drunk a, a... amount of water to where it says 3 p.m. on the water bottle. Yeah. And now that all the cool kids have stopped listening to the podcast. I have to use the bathroom. Um, my lesson learned is that, hey, if if some reviews of Chili overshadow your entire show, maybe you have a better show. Okay, this is my genuine lesson learned. It's it's not, it's it's a, it's a maybe, it's a, it's a lesson teased, okay? Maybe we'll have some guests on, okay? Maybe we figured out a friggin' segment. Okay. We'll see. Hey, maybe. Yeah. Will we remember it next week? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I haven't written it down. Yeah, neither. I got to write that down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, we should write that down now. So uh, go home. Go home.
Oh, Kevin. oh my gosh. I Dude, a, it's 10, 10 p.m. I need to go home. Okay. And I was lying. Well, like, do you think it's fucked up that I was lying about the single thing? I am drowning in. Don't finish it. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. But like. Video games. Yeah. I'm drowning in video games right now. And I'm getting so many dates. Bam, 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 bam. Well, I, I got you a little New Year's gift. Before um, you do. Yes. <laughs> I just. <laughs> sure. I just want to say. Secret ending, secret ending, secret ending. Hey, you think we're not going to sit here for 10 more fucking minutes? Are you kidding me? Leading you on a secret ending to breadcrumb channel, Neverland? Well, fuck you. Um. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Patrick N., hello, we see you. We Patrick. love you. We hear you. Thank you for supporting us on anger.fm. It really means a lot to us. Yuslan, I, I didn't tell you this because yeah. I said, you don't need to say this, but someone upped their membership Holy and said, shit. get those AirPods Yuslan. Oh my god. Pretty and nice, right? I did get AirPods. Are you serious? Yeah, for the flight to China, brah. Holy shit. I'm living large. I'm living above my means and it's gonna it's gonna destroy me. But anyway, to everyone who's supporting us on Anchor, seriously, thank you so much. I was saying to Kevin before the record, like I was looking through all the names and it's like Thank we you. got a squad. Yeah, we got a squad. Okay? So if we want to have like a board game night or something. Yeah, we're both available. Yeah. See you then. See you then.